At completion of the entire project, staff will be able to see their payslips, will be able to see their training information, will be able to see their contract information. It's simplification. I think the biggest benefit is going to be time. Simple things like with over 4,000 employees that sit in my part of the business, it'll be really good to have a, a one-touch system. Hello, my name's John Phillips. I'm the Project One Programme Director. I'm joined today by Katie Marison, Group HR Director, and Dan Van Stone, Senior Director for Norse Commercial Services, to talk about Project One. Things that we're going to cover in this podcast really is about just talk a bit of reminder about the case for change and why we're doing Project One. We'll also talk about some of the things that we've implemented so far as part of the project. Our main focus today will be talking about the PeopleXD implementation and what's due to be coming up in the next few months. So I think if we talk about the, the case for change, there's a number of things that have been talked about in terms of the the case for change and the benefits for it. Things including, like we are, improving the services that have been delivered by finance and HR. We're also doing things like simplification of processes by using technology to automate. But also we're looking at the line manager and actually looking to provide the tools that they need to be able to be effective in their roles. So Dan, I was just curious to understand from your perspective about why you're supporting Project One. For me, I I feel that modern business requires a a sleek process. My operational managers spend a huge amount of their working day following quite long protracted processes to do quite simple activities. And that causes a great deal of frustration to be able to streamline those processes for them to take uh, accountability and be able to influence those will make operational managers roles a lot simplified and in turn will give benefit and efficiency to the customer. Yeah, I can understand that, Dan, because it's quite interesting. I went to a, a care meeting last week and we did a presentation there. And actually I talked about some of the, the case for change. One of the people turned around after joined the presentation and said, well, actually, what you should have started your presentation is that you're actually removing variation forms for us because that's going to be a huge thing that we're going to change in terms of removing that as frustrations for them. But also it's interesting, I think one of the key things I've seen is that we look at job descriptions at the moment and those have been approved every time you're going to recruit. So every time you're going to recruit a cleaner, you need to go through this process, which seems quite really curious about why, why we have that today. Absolutely. And, and your, your comment around variations is, is a very good one and, and one that's a, a long-standing comment through operations that no one can ever get a variation form accepted first time round. And in fact... The nine years that I've worked at Norse, I don't think I've ever had a variation form accepted the first time around. So, Katie, let's move on to talk about what we've implemented so far really, as part of the project. First thing I think we've talked about implementing was the Engage app. Why was there a need for Norse to have an app such as Engage? Feedback from our voice, which is the Star Forum, has been that we can't communicate to our frontline employees. And the only way in which we can communicate is via post, which is just inefficient for us um, and also delays the message that we're trying to send out to our frontline. So it was something that was really important to us to find a solution that staff could 
get information quickly. And we believe the majority of our staff have smartphones or the ability to access the internet. So the Engage app allows them to get information, share information. And I think what's really warming to see is the amount of staff that are using Engage. Um, We've had it in place for five months and historically we've only been able to reach out to about 1,200 of our staff. We've now hit over 4,000 and so many staff are getting involved with the app, posting what they're doing on a daily basis and it's just really lovely to see. And I think the more people are doing it, the message is spreading and it's, it's, it's wonderful. And Dave, how are you using the Engage app? Are you using it regularly? Yeah, um, myself and the, the operations are now using it very regularly and it's nice to see the further outlying parts of the business from from Norwich outwards, what they're doing. I think previously on the intranet, it's always been reasonably Norwich-centric and it gives the opportunity of those further outlying businesses to be able to, to post stuff that's happening more regional to them. Yeah, I think that's because there's Katie from right. There's the communities which are are available and engage. Yep. So we've we've created communities to allow local areas to reach out to their local workforce, but also the ability to reach in and touch the core. There are several communities set up which people can join freely and see anything that's going on, everything that's going on, or just have their area. Some people don't want to know what's going on in core. They're only interested in that particular business area. So we don't want to bombard those people either. Um, so it's a, it's the employee choice. What they want to know, they can access. And Dan, um, as part of the implementation, the Engage for Change team, can you just let people know who they are? The uh, Engage for Change team uh, was a project born out of a talent development programme which ran for the entire year of, of 2023. They were tasked with a project as part of their end of their, their course. And the 11 managers that were on that talent development programme all came with the same problem that they struggled to communicate with their frontline staff. So we knew that Project One was 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 taking place. We knew that the Engage project was being launched. It, it seemed the most logical thing for that team to embrace that and support that uh, and that's what they've done why is screening important at north so screening is important for a number of reasons but predominantly it covers our new starter process each part of the business has different screening needs um, which can vary from just simply obtaining pre-employment references right through to our extreme levels of screening where we have safeguarding roles that require DBS, employment history covering 10 years, references, medical forms, etc. And historically, that has been a very manual process. It's been very difficult to send reminders when information isn't coming in and things have historically slipped by the wayside. And this is a really critical function for our operational services to make sure that we can have this information at our fingertips to be able to provide to our customers. So the implementation of screening was something that we saw as a very easy win to implement very early on. There are several hundred processes to cater for our services across the board. But what took quite a long time to get somebody cleared to start 
we're now getting down to an average of just over seven days, which for the entire screening process in a safeguarding role is phenomenal to turn around an individual that quickly. And given the demands we know that managers are facing with new hires, that is such an incredible achievement that this screening process has brought into the business. And Dan, what, what are you seeing in terms of the benefits in your business areas? It's made a massive impact, um, particularly with those that need the enhanced screening. So managers were getting very frustrated that they would interview, uh, successfully uh, offer the position subject to going through screening. And the screening process took so long, the candidate would would end up finding another job somewhere else and we would lose them. It also gives the manager more control. Before, they used to submit the information through to the HR department and it was almost a bit like a black hole. Um, We'd constantly be chasing for updates. It's all there for them to see um, and they're in charge of it. I think that's one of the things that's been changed, hasn't it, as we've uh, implemented is the visibility of information to managers because I think there's now a, a dashboard for them to be able to view progress. There is, and I think that's fundamental for the managers because they can see where the stick is in the system, whether it sits with the HR team for not processing it through the final stage for submission to the DBS or if it's the candidate who's failed to provide information. The manager has that oversight um, and that is it's really important because, as Dan said, historically they didn't and, and this dashboard now provides them that information. Equally, we can provide information to our customers. So we have a number of educational establishments for their central record. They have to have assurance from us as the contractor that we've undertaken these checks and we can provide that in a very simple report. Whereas historically, we'd have to do a manual check by going through individual files. And that takes some time. And it's very manual, very labour intensive. So this is this is fantastic as far as I see for the business. So I think we've seen two key deliverables in 2023, which really helped really build credibility for Project One. Because you know, the Engage app has really supported communication for, to employees, but also the screening has really helped uh, really onboard candidates into the organisation and kind of remove some of the frustrations for, for managers and obviously stopped us losing candidates as well. So in the first part of 2024, we're implementing PeopleXD, the new HR system. Um, we're going to be introducing this group wide. Um, there are some areas for care that we won't be implementing initially. So, but Kate, let's first talk about what's really changed. What's actually included in called phase one for people xd so phase one for people xd will see a new recruitment system for managers and candidates it will simplify the variation process through manager requests Um, there will be a knowledge hub which will replace the hr intranet so all policies procedures will be on the knowledge hub we will have a new hr query system which will deal with disciplinary and grievance cases but any queries from managers or staff will feed through that system Levers will be through PeopleXD. Contracts will be issued via DocuSign at the point of offer. Um, We'll have social onboarding for candidates, so they will get an introduction to the company and their senior director. Staff will be able to book their holidays through the system and managers will be able to report sickness absence. And furthermore, we'll be able to do far more information around reporting for managers in a more timely and accurate manner than we currently do. And how are we preparing to implement this technology. This month we'll be undertaking roadshows throughout the Norse Group and we'll be attending sites to give manager briefings. In early February 2024 
we'll be doing line manager training across the organisation. And this training will either be face-to-face, online, or there will be guides available. And managers, depending on what their needs are, will be able to tailor their training needs. The team supporting the system will also have their training in February. And then we'll provide guidance to employees to access the new system. But what we hope from this system is it's very intuitive. So as we introduce it to our workforce, we think it will be a really intuitive system that they will be able to use without the need of intense training delivery. questions we get asked quite a lot is what's in it for me so for the line managers and employees what's in it for them in terms of people xd phase one so for our employees phase one will be staff will be able to see their holiday information and raise queries through the people xd system at completion of the entire project staff will be able to see their pay slips will be able to see their training information will be able to see their contract information In essence, they'll be able to see everything in one place, which they can't currently do. Managers will have information readily available about their staff on a system rather than having to rely on manual documents that they currently have. Dan, what are you hoping to achieve when we implement the new system in the the first few months? Simple things like booking and managing annual leave and annual leave entitlement is a real challenge when you don't have a central system to do it. With over 4,000 employees that sit in my part of the business, there's some very creative ways of managing annual leave. No two parts of the business are the same. It'll be really good to have a system where staff can go and book their annual leave. It gets authorised and it's a a one-touch system. I guess obviously we'll start to see some benefits flow through. So when we switch over recruitment, for example, we'll expect to see that process become a lot slicker uh, really for, for the business to be able to recruit. So things like time to recruit should be significantly reduced as well. We should have less candidates that we lose, but also we're just giving people better experiences about when they join the organisation and therefore we should have retained those staff on a much longer basis than maybe in some cases we do today. I guess one of the things when we go to this implementation, we're very aware at the moment the business are very busy. Um, very stretched. What's your message to your business around making sure they make time for this? Uh, my message is to start with, this is going to feel a bit of a burden. This is going to feel a bit of a challenge. There's going to be things that we do differently. Um, the workloads are going to change. So some of the things that were done historically in uh, in the HR and support services will now be done in operations. But as we progress and as it grows, it will become a much slicker process. We need to make sure that all of our frontline managers have the training, proper face-to-face training or online training. The training needs to be done by the support services. What I don't want to see is us training people through the operations by one person training another person training another person. I want to see some nice consistent training. So when we go live with the system, Everyone knows exactly what the expectation is and how it works. And Katie, what are you expecting? What will happen in the first sort of few months from when the system has gone live? One of the key things that will be coming is accurate and timely data. It's something that we really struggle with and we'll be able to provide information to the business. The other the key things that will be coming in April is 
a new infrastructure for the HR service and the way in which queries come into the team, how they're handled in the team, being able to provide managers timely updates, um, which is all traced and documented so that if that particular individual isn't available in HR, somebody else, anybody else in the team can provide that update as necessary. Information should be far more simplified. So again, we can trace information far more easily through the system, through manager requests, leave us information. We're not relying on manual documents to be updated by the team. It is there built into the system. And I think a really important thing is the social onboarding, the contact with a candidate at the point in which they're offered. It will be far more seamless They will get information straight away. They will get their contract within a timely period, which again is a big frustration in operations at the moment that these things get delayed in the system. For whatever reason, this will be far more timely and available to the candidate. And and what we want to see is, is these timelines that we're seeing in screening across the board just improve the business and the operations. So I guess as we get into the implementation, um, what we'll be doing is really seeing how this is working. So I think what we'll be looking for is really feedback in terms of what, how the process is going. I think how what the feedback is from managers, what the feedback is from employees. Obviously, there'll be a, a bit of a journey in terms of learning because you know when you do these implementations, not everything is perfect on day one. We go through a period of learning as an organisation and really working and collaborating together really to embed this and make it success. And I guess that's really probably one of the lessons that we have from the screening implementation that it took about three or four weeks really to, to make the process stable and make it really work for the business we did and i think what was really positive from managers is they were on the journey with us the feedback we got was constructive it was not negative they were all on board with the journey which was really really good you know we we realized that we are doing this to managers with the ultimate aim to make their lives a lot easier and they recognized that and they were really on board and i think that's all we hope will be for the future as we bring in these further stages that they remain committed to this journey and provide constructive feedback so that we can make this a better service for them. I think for me, I'm excited that I have seen this system and it is very simple to use. So that is something that is it excites me because whilst this is the HR system, like Dan... I struggle to get a variation form through. So just to simplify and have information available and actually be able to report very easily on what the service brings to the business is something that is really key for me. As a company, Norse have not been very good at onboarding new colleagues. Social onboarding will change that. So for you know, prospective new employees to be able to access all of that information very timely, very easily, will make a massive difference to us as an employer. I guess there'll be line managers out there, maybe employees out there really uh, hearing all what's been said, but they'll have questions, they'll have concerns. What would you say to those? What's your key message, Katie? The key message is is training will be available. We're all going on this journey and we want this to be a success. So it's no good to us if we don't equip our managers and our staff to use the system. 
We'll have face-to-face training. And we know the success of the face-to-face training that was provided in screening. We had really positive feedback that managers had in-depth training, were able to then ask questions of the trainers whilst they were there. It enabled us to tweak elements of training, delivery, and also requirements within the system. If those managers weren't able to attend face-to-face, we had video briefings and guides available to managers and staff on the intranet. Um, Obviously, all of this information will be readily available on the Knowledge Hub going forward when the system launches. So it's join us on the journey, be patient with us, provide us with feedback, but know that we are here to support you because fundamentally we want this to be a success. Okay, so let's look slightly beyond phase one of PeopleXD implementation. Obviously, there's a number of things that will also get implemented. So we're looking at the finance system being implemented, but also there are later phases of PeopleXD, the HR system, including payroll uh, and the learning management system being implemented. So Dan, let's just talk about kind of what your expectations are and kind of what are you looking for in terms of those implementations? What benefits are you expecting to see? So for me, the finance implementation is going to be the key milestone for operations. I think over the the last few years, we've been very data rich and information poor to be able to bring all of that data together in a state of the art system will make a massive difference to the way that we run our operations and the way that we feed that information through to our to our customers and end users. And Katie, can you tell a bit more about what the features are of the, the new parts of the PeopleXD in terms of learning management system and payroll? So the learning management system will provide e-learning training courses um, and talent management. But like the PeopleXD system core HR, this is so that managers and staff can see in one central area all staff information, including training records and appraisal information. The payroll system we decided to launch as as one of the last launches and that was because our priority is protecting the payroll. We are aware of other companies introducing new payroll systems and it hasn't gone smoothly. Our priority is to ensure that our staff get paid and get paid accurately. So we are taking a very cautious approach to the payroll implementation. And that will be the last thing that we will introduce. And there will be a number of parallel runs to ensure that pay is protected and that staff are paid accurately at the point in which we switch over. Katie, one of the questions that we have regularly in operations and a question that I get asked regularly from my senior directors and managers is when will the new payslips be available on the system? So the new payslips will be available when payroll goes live. Um, and in the plan, payroll is looking to go live in October 2024. Now that is subject to testing um, and design of the system. But as the payroll goes live, the payslips will be available to the workforce. Before we finish, I've just got one last question that I actually want to ask both of you. What is your call to action for those who are listening to this podcast? For me, it's very much continue on this journey with us. Help us make this a success because ultimately this is to make 
continued success for our business to allow us to grow without putting further resource into the centre. For me, those that attended the screening training, positive, really positive feedback. Those that didn't attend struggled once we implemented screening. So I would say the dates have been published. If you've not already booked on, get yourself booked on to those training courses. If for whatever reason you're unavailable, there will be online versions of that training. Get yourself on that training and let's make this all work. And as always, we send you lots of emails around Project One. We publish regularly on Engage. Don't delete us, read the information and share it with your workforce. And finally, reach out to us. If you have any questions, please contact me directly or Dan or the project team and we'll be more than happy to answer your questions. Thank you.